Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Good afternoon in the world of the Japanese small towns. That's a word. Welcome, welcome to this episode of high quality content. No, no, keep going, oh, please. Okay. All right. This episode of high quality content, Jojo's World, the show that recaps and discusses Jojo's bizarre adventure for your listening pleasure. See, I can do intros. It's fine, right? I'm ruining the intro, aren't I? I'm Lima Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we recap and discuss JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, for your listening pleasure. Yeah, right, you do the intros, they're, they're much better. Hey, Liam. Yes? What's the episode we're uh, talking about today? Why, this episode is the 23rd episode of Jojo's Blood Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, which is also the 97th episode of the series as a whole. It covers chapters 355 through 359 of the manga format and is entitled Sheer Heart Attack Part 1. Part 1? That implies a part 2. You'd think so. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be right My god Today's episode is brought to you by the warm and welcoming William Parker William Parker You see what I did there? You see what I I made a joke I don't actually I I used his name as a joke Like a sweater? Yeah, like a Parker, like a ski Parker Like those big things you wear I'm really glad we've got a good pop filter Yeah (laughs) Because you're really hitting those peas hard Let me tell you about William Parker He's pristine Pompous nature makes him perfect for Parker. Parker, get in here. (laughs) God damn it. I want pictures of Nick hating Chase. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Have you seen some of the shit that's been going around? Let's wait till we get up to the OP. So, William Parker. He's a guy, I assume, and what a lad he is. Thank you, young man, for supporting us and getting a shout out on the show. You're welcome. (laughs) Duties fulfilled. Never again will we hear of William Parker. It's such a shame he had to go and die like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what you get for donating to JoJo's World. You get one Fun shot. Fact, everyone who's ever donated to JoJo's World has died. No, they... not, not will die, has died. I thought they died the second we read out this, like, shout out. Yeah. And um, then it's like, this well... podcast is a death note. You know, we got <laughs> Tom Petty. We got uh... Caesar. I'm talking about real people. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, who was the guy? There was the other guy who died. Um, not Tom Petty. Uh, I mean, um, yes, Tom Petty, but... Not Robbie Williams. I don't know why Robbie Williams... Uh, David Bowie died. David Bowie. Um... There was a guy whose name started with R. The, uh, guy from, um, from, uh, Centerfold, or Jay Giles band. Yes. Oh, man. Possibly Jay Giles himself. <laughs> man, so many dead people that we've inadvertently killed by listing off their names. It's this cursed podcast. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah, um, you listen to the podcast, then you get a tweet notification that says you'll die in seven days. And you're, then you're like, I don't really think this modern adaptation works. <laughs> to be fair, didn't they do that? There they thought a- they, tr- they... Okay, rings. <laughs> okay, rings. Go on. It's like, like Alien... But so aliens. the thing about that Rings movie mm-hmm. is that the whole marketing campaign was all like, oh no, the videotape's been uploaded to the internet, it's going viral, everyone's going to die. But actually that just happens in about the last like five minutes of the movie. Oh, so that's the cliffhanger of the film. Yeah. So And the rest of it is all just videotapes and bullshit. Oh. Really? Videotapes in this day and age? Mm-hmm. Really? Betamax. Ugh. Hope you've got your JVC video recorded player. I don't. Okay. Well, I don't know what that is. And um, I don't want to know. You're going to have a hard time playing anything with a VHS format. So, Nicholas. What? That was very aggressive of me. What is it? Sheer heart attack. What about? An episode. Consider it. Okay. I've Consider yourself. Ugh. An episode <laughs> of Jojo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure. It doesn't work as well. I'm not going to lie. Well... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. Good app. A lot of, lot of growth. Um, oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Lots um, of hair. We learn a bit about uh, our heroes and our villains. Mm. We learn that the villain is just even more of a shitbag than we thought before. Because mm-hmm. he's also arrogant on top of being arrogant and an asshole, And really into hands. So into hands. <gasps> the irony that his hand gets Sometimes his tummy gets that rumbly that only hands can satisfy. <laughs> Oh, man. We should go to Hans Cafe. No. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> That's fair. So, um, yeah. Sheer Heart Attack Part 1 is a good episode, but to be honest, I'm really just hanging out for that Sheer Heart Attack Part 2, baby. It just sounds like you're trying to justify your existence of liking this episode, where it's like, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. It's a good episode. If I say it enough times, it's like propaganda and it'll work. We pick up where we left off last time. Centipede Shoes Man gets murdered again. <laughs> In exactly the same way as before. Yep. Uh, Koichi's all, that jacket's evidence. No, don't do it, Koichi. Don't do it, Koichi. There's a stand between you and it, and it's ticking in a way I don't like. Oh, wait, it's a bomb. Oh, oh it's exploding. Gotcha. That's Cut to the OP. I'm loving it. So, um, the meme war continues. I'm I'm going full blast on these memes. Uh, had some had some really interesting content sent our <laughs> way. Re the 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 the. Do you mean incredible content? Yep. Uh, we got just this morning. Got someone who edited uh, the the final shots of Chase as Josuke smashes away those arrows of Crazy Diamond and reaches out his hand to pursue the silhouette of Kira. Um, someone has superimposed our faces over those two characters. It is. Incredible. Actually amazing. Yep. Uh, that's some solid tracking. I made I made one I'm quite proud of um, incorporating some characters from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 7 that I won't elaborate on further for Nick's benefit. Okay. Also, abrupt shot off the starboard bow. Um, other JoJo's podcast, I don't think in relation to us, but I retweeted it anyway, mm-hmm. um, was all like, I don't know why people talk about Chase being the worst opening when Sonachino Kiyaku exists. That was, of course, the second half of part three. Excuse me? Excuse me? (laughs) What? Oh, boy. But I also want to clarify that I think mostly because of meme formats, some of them have started evolving to be like, oh, the hosts of JoJo's World hate Chase. I don't really have an issue with it. It's not my sort of music, but I see what it's doing and I appreciate it. Liam, we are declaring a war together in unison Mm. against the lovers of Chase. Are we, though? Yes. I'm okay. Of course, the lovers of Chase was um Dan of Steel of Chase's stand. Ah, of course, of course. He was the real Chase all along. So, um I don't don't care about this anymore. Oh. Um Well I'm declaring war on that. Some other new podcast. observations <laughs> from the animation of the opening. Yes, there's Freezer. A certain fella caught your eye, even though you'd seen him every other time as we were watching it today. I know. It's almost as though I saw it coming. Did you? No, of course not. I was like, <laughs> because oh, I shit. swear to God. No, I was like Hey, there's a Dragon Ball Super ad. Hey, that guy looks like Freezer. Yep. Hey, another um, Dragon Ball Echoes Super Act 3, of course, features in the opening, shooting out sound wave-like things from his fists. Concentric circles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Great. Top quality content. That's why the people tune in for uh, for for yep. witty banter and, uh, and insightful observances like, yep, great. Nice. Good app. After the OP... We see, for the third time, <laughs> Sheer Heart Attack lodged in the skull of Centipede Shoes Man explode. And it's just as thrilling as the first time. Sure. They, it explodes, but they're fine, because there was a good moment where when Koichi was going to run forward and check out the jacket, Jotaro grabs him by the shoulder and just pulls him close to his body. Just yanks him back a bit. No, we're standing over here, Koichi. No, don't run and hit the man. Come on. It's like um, when you don't want your child to run out into the middle of the busy street. Yeah. You're like, no, no, no. no. no, Over here. Come on. Hold my hand. Come on. Look both ways before you go and get the jacket. Can't have you be unfetching now, can we? And then the smoke clears and the tailor's jacket is gone. Dun, dun, dun. That must have been how he hid Shigechi's body. Oh. They didn't know that. That they didn't. It all makes sense now. And now as long as these two guys don't die. (laughs) I mean, there is a good chance that both of them will die, though. Yep. Uh, I think Jotaro at this point is like, hmm, well... Let's just... Well, let's go. Let's let's observe what's going on here. Yeah, um, Ko- Koichi's like, oh, we gotta get after him. The jacket's gone. And Jotaro's like, no, Koichi, we shouldn't chase him. Chasing is bad. I agree, chase is bad. <laughs> we need to be cautious. We need to observe and act. And this is like Jotaro trying to depart his like detective ethos onto Koichi in this episode. <laughs> detective and stand battle ethos. And we really, when you, when you think about it, there's a lot of, uh, of cross compatible skills between those two acts. 
I mean, as a fan of detectives, how do you feel about this monologue that he gives? Well, as a fan of detectives, subtle plug to my other podcast, Mystery Twins on Detective Agency, Mm -hmm. currently on an undeterminate length hiatus. (laughs) Incredible. The monologue we're talking about doesn't actually happen yet oh. but but it happens later and since we're talking about it um, it's good he's all like koichi observing doesn't mean just to look it means to look well and kanji being all like look well pushes kanji that says look out of the way oh pathetic look kanji it doesn't mean just to listen but to listen closely swoosh and koichi's all like whoa i'm learning i mean i feel like i learned but no, um, he's all like, we need to listen and look because even though we didn't get his name, we know because we saw his jacket that he's 175 centimetres tall. Go on. He's an office employee and he's not married. Otherwise, he would have had his wife fix the button. Mild sexism, but this is the 90s in Japan. Certainly a man could, who isn't a tailor by profession could never fix a button. Mm. Liam said as he glanced at the uh, pair of... Chinos on his counter that he's been meaning to fix a button on for about six months now. <laughs> Were you wed, you may have found someone that you love that could do it for you. Maybe I should just go to my usual tailor. Ah, and it all comes apparent. Mm, yes. He's also aged 25 to 35, uh, based on, I suppose, the fashion. Uh, I don't know how he got that. I think just because he saw his hand, he didn't have any wrinkles, maybe. <laughs> and it's uh, maybe he just moisturises his one hand a lot. <gasps> Ooh, he's like a hand model. <laughs> what? That's and uh, he's wearing a high-end brand jacket, so he probably has a decent income. That's all going in the case notes, so that we can refer back to it in the court record later. Oh, just circling back to OPs for a second. Oh, uh, yep. Um, of course, we were talking a bit about um, announcements regarding the upcoming Part 5 opening. Uh, last week. Were we? Yep. Okay. Basically, immediately after you left that day, I saw via the Twitter feeds news that um, we'd previously remarked that it was going to be performed by, I believe, Coda, who was the, uh, the performances yeah. of, of Bloody Stream. That's right. But it's also being written by, collaborating for the first time since, the writers of uh, the Evangelion theme song. <laughs> Why he though? It's a, that's cool. I mean, it's great, but why? They're two musical writers. Why not? Okay, all right, sick. What? I don't know why you had to question that. It just feels like such a leap between Evangelion and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Well, I mean, they have more than one item in their careers, you know. Yeah, their individual but, careers. But it's like I e- presume they're career music makers, and probably given the anime OPs are fairly of a, of a sort, they've probably done each done a fair amount themselves. I guess it just feels like such a weird thing to be like. It's from the Evangelion writers, you know, that kind of like epic style of insane, over the top epic music. And then we've got JoJo's. Which is... So it seems quite apt, doesn't it? You know what? It? Now that I say it out loud, <laughs> it does seem pretty much perfect. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. But anyway, we're not here to talk about part five. That'll be in... I can try to I don't talk know, about part five. 16 but... weeks or something. Oh. Yep. High quality content. I don't know why you made that noise. That was me being like, 16 I'm sure the weeks. microphone's going to love that. Yeah. I mean, 16 weeks is a long way away, Liam. I think that's... Right, we have, after this week, we have roughly 16 episodes of part four left. Oh, boy. And that's assuming we do one a week. Of course, yeah. <sighs> Yep. Starting to get a bit burnt out, are you there, friend? Just just the idea of having to work 16 weeks to get onto a next bit of good content when it's like... Hey, we did like 50 episodes of part three. Yeah, that took like a year and a half, though. Would have taken longer if we didn't switch to a weekly schedule. Let's talk about the episode. Yes. We can tell that Kira is so much like this, even though that we don't know his name is Kira, says Jodoro. Those were his exact words. Through observing. But we shouldn't chase after him because the bomb stand is still here. Oh, yeah. And Koichi's all like, did you see it somewhere? And get all these shots of empty centipede shoes. Uh, And he's like, no, but it must be. Let's slowly walk towards the exit. And Koichi's like, what? No. Hang on a minute. It's probably not here. Koichi's whole role in the first half of this episode is being like, Jotaro thinks I'm just a dumb kid, but I'm great. Watch me recklessly endanger us all. (laughs) This guy, he has experience. But I've got more. Remember when I got kidnapped and then I de-kidnapped myself? I've got gusto. Remember that other time I got kidnapped and my other friends saved me? This is like, um... Remember that time I made a stupid pervert think that a train was coming 
And remember that time I I used my stand to yell at my mum real good? Oh, classic. He's got pizzazz. He's got a flat top. The bomb stand's still here. Let's get out of here. But Jotaro, if we don't go after him, he could get away. He's got, you know, he's a murderer. We gotta get him. Yeah, but we shouldn't be reckless. Nah, mate, it's cool. (laughs) Is this your new Jotaro voice? Yeah, it's me, Jotaro. You see... He's a really meticulous murderer, so we can be pretty sure that even though we haven't seen his stand, it's still here to kill us because he doesn't want to leave any evidence. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was talking about last week, how, you know, Killer Queen explodes something without a trace. Mm-hmm. She a heart attack, explodes something without a trace, and he doesn't even need to be there for it. Yeah. It's all about hiding the evidence as best as he can. He can establish an alibi while blowing up anyone yeah. who might know anything about him. I do enjoy that in this episode we see just how arrogant he is as well mm-hmm. in the process. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, structure in the episode. So Koichi's all like, no, I'm mature. Jotaro's underestimating me, angrily stamping his feet. Boy, I wonder if he's in this room, he says. And then Shia Heart Attack leaps out from... A random shoe? Just Yeah, just like basically inside a shoe, <laughs> a high heel. And uh, slaps like, onto... Yeah, slaps onto Koichi's face and starts like, grinding his tyres on him. Oh no! Were my intelligence slightly higher, I may have taken heed to the Jotaro's words. Oh no, I'm going to explode! And then Jotaro's all, Star Platinum's got you, mate. Pow, 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 pow. Aura, 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 aura. Wow, this thing's pretty hard. It's not dying. And I thought Diamond was unbreakable. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba, end of podcast. <laughs> Sheer heart attack is unbreakable. I really hope you leave like a 10 second silence after end of podcast. Maybe I won't and I'll just leave that bit in. (laughs) God damn it. Um, yep. He smashes it around a bit. Doesn't do anything. It comes back. He's like, oh no, it's back. I've got to stop time and punch it. That way I suppose all the punches will hit at once. I don't know what exactly why. Why? I think that works. I think that... Because, like, we had things like um, Kakuin was going to die because he was surrounded by Blade. Oh, no. Jotaro was surrounded by swords or something. And so he was going to throw them all in. But that's because there was too many to block at once. Yeah, exactly. But he was going to throw all them in. But he didn't throw all them in. They stopped. And then they all continued at the same time. So it could be when you punch, like, it doesn't fully hit until... Time I suppose um, Kakuin didn't go flying when he got that hole put in his chest until time resumed. Too soon, Liam. Too oh, that was soon. ten years ago. I mean, in the universe, sure. But in our hearts, Liam? In our hearts? Yep, more punching. Oh, we smash it through the floor. Great, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, we must do it. And meanwhile, Kira's across the road being like, yeah, Shia heart attack's gonna kill them. It's got no weaknesses. Is this when he looks at his watch or is he just at the lights? He's just like around the corner looking at his watch being like, yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing that I know about being a murderer, it's that murderer- It's how to murder people. (laughs) It's that when you walk away, you just got to murder them then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out of the hole. Jotaro punches it some more. Uh, some good punches, but, you know, nothing spectacular. Yeah. Um, They're like, why is it <laughs> I rate those punches fine. I rate them a star out of platinum. Nothing. That means nothing. Oh, um, oh no, Jotaro. Your knucks are bleeding from how many times you've punched sheer heart attack. Your knucks? Yeah. You've got to actually say the words, Liam. Nuh-uh. You can't just say fingies and knucks. And <laughs> sure can. <laughs> nothing, People, it's nothing but fingies and knucks all the way down. You can't assume everyone is Australian and <laughs> they know what a knuck is. So he's like, all right, I'm going to try something different. And so he... Is this when he stops time? No, this is when he grabs sheer heart attack and starts like putting uh, his fingies in its mouth. God damn it. And uh, trying to split it open from the inside. You like may a, as well just call like it like a, a moo at this point. Like a, uh, like a crab that you want to get all that succulent crab meat out of. And you're like, aura. <sighs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't work. No, but it is saying like, ow, 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 ow. Ow, stop I wonder if Kira's open. getting... I suppose he wouldn't get a bit of a toothache because it's all his left hand. Um, <laughs> Stop ripping me open from the inside. Like he's getting a bit of a pins and needles now or something. Yeah, he's like looking at his watch. Hmm, it does feel a little awkward. Ah, oh, well, that's a pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Koichi's like, it's gonna blow. So he, he hucks it outside and we see the, sh- the store facade explode. Uh, quite violently, I might add. <laughs> but they're mostly fine. There's no one else to see it, apparently. <laughs> it's a small town. 
Yeah, That's it's why a small you can have town. Protracted battles in the middle of a public space without anyone ever, ever coming oh, across it. This isn't how small towns work. Remember how they were having a battle on a deserted dock in the middle of a day? Yes. <laughs> this, this, this place makes no Though sense. Though I suppose in that circumstance, the Speedwagon Foundation could have cleared it all out. Maybe the Speedwagon Foundation owns Mario at this point. So secretly, deep down, what's happened is everyone else has already been evacuated. And they're like, are you a stand user? Are you? Almost certainly not. No. But maybe. <laughs> oh, yare, yare. Mate, <laughs> I've never met such a stony stand. I think my confidence is going to break first. And then Koichi says something and <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's just like, Jotaro, take me seriously. Come on, notice and, me. And Jotaro is basically just like, Koichi, you're not standing far enough away from me. Not there. There. <laughs> Koichi, stop being a little shit. Get over there. Koichi, to his credit, he's incorporating what he knows about the stands he's seen to date. Yep. Which is that generally, if they're further away, they're weaker. And this one's real strong, so the guy's got to be tough. Mm. Uh, he must be here. Yeah, otherwise... he's got to be within 10 to 15 metres. Otherwise it wouldn't make any sense. And Echoes can go 50 metres, so it should be able to find him. Jodoro's all like, don't be an idiot. Don't do it. You gotta focus on staying safe. I've fought a lot of stands. I know a thing or two about fighting stands. I've had experience in this area, and so I know a lot. Remember when I fought the High Priestess underwater, and that was really strong and far away? I've beaten an entire deck of cards worth of stands. Mind you, it's not the 52 cards, but it's pretty (laughs) close. And Koichi's like, well, fuck, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone knows stands are named after bands. Experience. Or or albums. Or, or songs. Like Those it, are the only things. Yeah, there's no tarot. What is a tarot? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Jotaro's like, I never said tarot. <laughs> I just said a deck of cards. <laughs> Cracks knuckles. <laughs> and that says on Koichi. No, Koichi, think about protecting yourself. Because you need your stand to do that, because otherwise you're just going to get fucked up. And Koichi's all like, this is very you. dangerous. Fuck you, Jodoro. I know how to yeah. protect myself. So as soon as Jodoro turns his back, Koichi's like, Echoes, just get on out there. Flies up through the roof. Yep. Has a look around. Look, there's that guy. He's wearing and holding the same jacket. Hmm. How curious. It's Perhaps. gotta be him. Perhaps look, that is the murderer. He's walking away. Pursue. Oh, but what? Alas. He's already without 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 my fifty meter stand range. Without the fifty meter stand without range. Without my fifty meter stand range. He is without it. He's not within it. He's without it. <laughs> okay, I can't fault this. This is That's correct. The, this is the worst part of this is that it doesn't sound right at all. But I can't fault it. <laughs> it's like you've provided the most perfect logic. It's correct. It's just he's out of fifty meters. He's out of range. There's no width. And Kira's just walking away. And, um... Literally not caring. You cut to Koichi back in the shop. Like, concentric circles of stress are emanating from the centre of his face. Which are also, like, sound waves. He's so far away. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Sheer heart attack crawls back into the window and is like, look over here. And we see its predator vision. As we realise, as Jotaro realises, that it's it, it sees it's an heat. automatic stand and it's behaving so simply because it attacks whatever's hottest in the room. Oh, that makes sense. It rushes in at Koichi because he's stressed. So he, certainly he's got the highest body heat. Certainly not Jotaro, who's just been punching like nobody's business. <laughs> no, he hasn't been punching. Star Platinum's been punching. But they're linked, you know. Yeah, he's bleeding a lot of warm blood, so... Um, so yeah, it's coming towards him. Koichi, protect yourself with echoes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I fucked up, buddy. I fucked up. I fucked up real bad. <laughs> I hit the red button of searching and now I need the red button back, but I can't unpress the button. I don't know what that means. Neither do I. That's how much I fucked up, Jotaro. <laughs> Oh, yare, yare. The world. And I really like the way Star Platinum comes out in this episode. Maybe he did it in Rat too, I can't remember. But like, there's like a sort of diamond pattern that are like concentric diamonds that emerge from uh, Jotaro and then just sort of resolve themselves into Star Platinum. Come up and cover the screen kind of thing, like stained glass windows or something. Yep, so he does the world and he's all like, oh, I better save Koichi's life. He's too far away from me to just get over there and save him, as I warned him. Um,. Better, better start a quick fire with this piece of these pieces of wood I have on hand. So I think the way he starts the fire 
is that he picks up some of the broken wood from when he punched, what's it called? Killer, not killer. Sheer heart attack. Sheer heart attack into the floor. Yeah. Right. And then he stabs the uh, other wood really fast. In stopped time. Yes. Creating heat. Creating fire, in fact. Mm. Now, I don't know if you've ever stabbed wood on wood. That shit doesn't make any sense. I mean, heat. Boy Scouts make fire by rubbing wood together. No, rubbing wood. Yeah, but Not he's like stabbing wood. He's doing it super, super fast, you know? Yeah, but he's just stabbing it. He's like literally doing this. I, just... I think he's angled the lower piece. Mm, okay. I'll believe you for now, but I'll expect some fact He makes checking. a quick fire, and then still in stopped time, he's like, the shop owner had a hot drink. Do you remember, viewer? <gasps> he did. Koichi was freaking out because he's a stupid idiot. <laughs> He is, but he's so fetching. So this should go towards something hotter, like this fire that I just made. Time has resumed. Whoomph, the fire goes up yep. in flames. Uh, sheer heart attack just veers away from Koichi, makes a beeline towards that fire. And then Jotaro's like, but if body heat makes an explosion that big, then oh, fuck. <laughs> Tries jumping out of the way, but it's too late. Big explosion, Jotaro just gets... Real messed up. Like, things just fly through he, his He's body. out for the count. He smashes through a cabinet. He's covered in blood. He's he's unconscious. And Koichi's all like, Jotaro! Jotaro, this is all my fault. I'm unwilling to admit it right now, though. No, he just admitted it. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Well, he admits it. And it is his fault. Yes, and it, everyone agrees it's all Koichi's fault for not listening to Jotaro. And then we have some crunchy His fatal flaw. Oh, so then we have some Crunchyroll ads? Yep, we're not going to talk about those. Oh, but Dragon Ball Super is now streaming. And Hina Matori? Matsuri? It doesn't care. The, the show where the girl falls out from an egg onto a guy's head and he spills his wine on himself. And he's, she's a face egg. Classic. She had a heart attack still there and he's like, that explosion wasn't caused by a human. Look over here. So I was thinking about something about the look over here thing. Mm. Um, this I, has been confusing me. I'm wondering... I was wondering while watching if it's less of a, um, less of a, hey, look at me sort of thing. And more of a sort of like, well, what have we here sort of thing. Well, look over here. Right, I see. But then it's like, look at me. Because he's, because he's seeing the heat being like, look over here. But like, would it be just to confirm that they're human or not as well? So he's like, he's looking for their faces? No, because he only see, he doesn't see. He just has that predator heat. Yeah, sense. yeah, but like you can see faces and heat. But he doesn't really have a, he doesn't have a complex enough mind to mm. determine if something is human like yeah. that. Although it can tell apparently after he explodes <laughs> them. Only based on size of explosion, apparently. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so Koichi slathers himself in mud and is like, it can't detect me now. <laughs> You know, if it bleeds, we can kill it. But if it's basically a hot wheel with a skull face... <laughs> skull face, of course, being the villain of Metal Gear Solid V. <laughs> it all comes back to stand deterrence. Oh, I gotta get out of here. Oh, gotta drag Jotaro through this darkened hallway. Turn on the lights. That'll distract it for a mere moment. Even though the lights in the rest of Centipede's shoes didn't. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. <laughs> So um, he runs into the back. Yep. Into this kitchen. Aha, uh-huh, the kitchen. There's lots of hot things in the kitchen. Correct. There are He's lots dragging of hot Jotaro things. like he's a solid snake hiding a body. Oh, are we going back on the Metal Gear Solid trends? I mean, I was thinking that during the episode. Oh, okay. I was thinking more like he would cart around a dead body because Jotaro is pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like a dead body. But not specifically a Metal Gear Solid body. More like a dead body, Liam. A dead body. So he's in the kitchen and he's like, aha. Uh-huh. There's a door out, a telephone. I need to call Josuke and fix up Jotaro because I fucked it up. Turn on the stove. Oh no, it's not a gas stove. It's an electric stove. It's going to take a while to heat up, Liam. The oven too. Gats. Aha, uh-huh. a hot water urn. Surely that will be full of hot water. Throws the urn. Alas, tis empty. Cruel technology foils me again. And she had a heart attack there and I was like... Hello, child. Look at me. It's charging in. It's charging in. And as it gets, like, I would say within a meter and a half of him, Koichi is like, wait a minute. Jotaro taught me. I have to observe. If I look carefully and listen well, I can get out of this. Charging, charging, charging. (laughs) He does sound... Just turning to the camera and doing a PSA. Yeah, he does sound a lot cooler than that while doing it, though. (laughs) Like, his face turns into something from fucking, um... 
like part two Joseph Joe style where it's like, oh no! Oh yes. Oh yes, it has a weakness. A weakness that I didn't notice till now. He turns off the grill, or does he? <laughs> it's like, you know that bit from One Punch Man where um, he's like, he goes from a really stupid looking face into deadly Oh, the one serious. that was a meme and it was like, what? Yeah. Where it's like, he goes from normal, like, round head into, yes! High high quality anime. Yeah, into, like, the training bit, where yeah. he's like, three, two, one. I do, I just love how, after he's like, oh, it does have a weakness. I know what I need to do. Turns off stove. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's thought it through now, hasn't he? Well, you've, you've got to practice safe cooking practices in the kitchen at all times. You can't leave an unattended stove on, particularly an electric stove where someone might not realise it's on and just casually rest their hand on it. You have to observe. Even in the midst of a deadly stand battle. You have to observe and learn, Liam. Um, and then at this point, he starts gl- glowing with that classic trademark green Koichi energy. Oh, His hair. Classic. We're zoomed in super close on his face, but even still, we can see his hair begin to ripple. <gasps> as he, yeah. I'm sure much to your delight, I suppose, rejects the flat top through sheer force of will. I am so pleased, Liam. I am so pleased. You have no idea how happy this makes me. Uh, and he gets that super saiyan up hair. <gasps> like me. Suppose so. Let me just up my hair for all the listeners. Why run away from a murderer? Why should I be like, oh, please, God, save me? Why should I be in around in a panic like I have diarrhea and I'm looking for a public restroom? Just you know. That classic Iraqi metaphor. I'm going to cross <laughs> yeah. that one off the list. <laughs> it's the murderer who should be running away. Because I've got Echoes Act 2 and I can stick a thing that says sizzle on the front of it and it'll detect the heat from that sizzle and just run around forever. That feels too simplistic. And yet, perfect. Kira's at a cafe being like, it's been almost three minutes. What's taking so long? Been almost three minutes into this... Into the 18 or so minutes of this 23 minute episode. But you know what? If there's one thing I know, it's that it's been almost three minutes. Sheer heart attack has no weaknesses. It'll track down its targets without fail. Humans give off body heat. Nothing gives off more body heat than a human. It has no weaknesses whatsoever. And then smash cut to Koichi. I found your weakness. (laughs) Yes. Now it's just running around like a donkey chasing a carrot on a stick. Arf, arf. Goes the carrot. Hee-haw. Goes, goes the, the donkey. donkey. I fucked up. Goes <laughs> Koichi. <laughs> goes the Jotaro. Look over here. Goes sheer heart attack. He calls up Josuke on that telephone. He's got that, we get a good look at that new hair. It's all swooshy and upwards. Oh my God. It's Josuke, so there's trouble. Jotaro's hurt and it's all my fault. You need to get here. We get a shot of Jotaro sitting on his couch. You mean Josuke. I do mean Josuke. There we go. Sitting on his, his armchair. Holding some sort of black and white box and the phone in his other hand. And we never see this thing again. I don't know what it is, but I want to. Can we Google this to find out what it is? Because I genuinely am interested. He was doing some sort of unboxing video. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want to know so badly if, like, (laughs) in his free time, he just has this box that he wants to open, but he doesn't know how. Oh, uh, it's the lament configuration. The lament configuration? When he solves it, he'll... He'll encounter Pinhead and be dragged to a realm oh. where there's a fine line between pleasure and pain. Yeah, but then don't they just show up in real life anyway? No, you got to solve that puzzle. Uh, yeah, but they, they then come out of the puzzle. Yeah, and then they take you in. No, except in that one film where they just come out and just tear up New York. Well, the later ones were also bad. Badly amazing. Koichi keeps talking and he's like, wait a minute. I turned this electric stove off, but it's getting hotter and hotter. What's wrong with this piece of crap? Why doesn't he just have a good old-fashioned ordinary gas stove? (laughs) That me, Koichi, is endorsing now. Koichi brand gas stoves available for 300 yen. As we get a shot of Koichi's kitchen. And she heart attacks running around in the background. (laughs) Look at this! Oh gosh, that's trouble. It's going to heat up and Shia Heart Attack is going to stop chasing the sizzle, which I guess has a set temperature that's less than an oven. Liam, I just realised we missed the best line of that joke. The best line of that joke? Yeah. It's fit for a killer queen. That's fine. Oh, come on. That was great. I don't take joy. Oh, okay. That's fair. I understand that. I'm at Santa Peter's Shoes. You need to get here because there's about to be an explosion. I've got to duck out the door real quick. You got a what, buddy? Boom. Uh, He just manages to drag Jotaro out the door. 
Just in time. He, and then he ducks out of the doorway as the explosion happens, but Echo's tail letters still in there attached to Shia Heart Attack <gasps> do explode. So he gets a big wound down his spine. Oh no, that's the human tail. Yeah. You know, it's like a tail is That's like... an important part for the human body. It is. The tail. So he's like, oh, this is bad. I'm outside. Shia Heart Attack is still active. It's still a going concern. And... We're fucked. We're just fucked. And... My tail letters have been destroyed, so I can't just do that again. Hmm. Well, I better call out Echo's Act 2 again so I can at least give it a good crack. Come on out, Echo's Act 2. Silence. Nothing. Summer anime cicadas chirping. (laughs) (laughs) An old lady walks past. Oh, hey, Koichi. I'll be on my way then. Do you need any help? Koichi's like, where the hell is Echo's Act 2? It was right here. Oh no, it's on the ground over there. And we see the calcified shell of Echo's Act 2. And he's like, oh, alas, it's died, killed by the explosion, split right in twain. Or has it, Liam? He takes a long time to be like, oh yeah, I remember this happened before when I was kidnapped by my girlfriend. When I was kidnapped by my now girlfriend, who also tried to kind of not quite murder me, Mm -hmm. but would murder me if I didn't get the questions correct. Mm. And then Shia Heart Attack is still rolling up on him and we see from emerging from the smoke behind him the running footsteps of Echoes Act 3. He's punk now. He's a gangster. Let's just, let's talk about Echoes Act 3 Proper. Okay, let's take a long time on Echoes yeah. Act Three. Let's, let's just talk. Let's just talk about our stands for the episode. We'll start with Echoes Act Three, then we'll return to some sheer heart attack stuff. Okay, so Echoes Act Three looks like Freezer. Yes and no. I mean, not, I mean, not quite like Freezer, but he's a lot rounder, like Freezer. Freezer by way of Perfect Cell, which, if you recall, yes. a lot of Echoes bits uh, are based off. Yeah. I mean, he looks like a Dragon Ball Z villain, for sure. Yeah. But so do all JoJo's stands. So he's got, like, a big... He's got white stand body. He's he's mostly white. Wow, racist. Well, he is. I mean, he is. Uh, mostly white. He's got, like, green studs that go down the centre of his face. I don't want to call them studs so much as growths, because... They well, are they very look like large. like em- emeralds or something. Sort of, yeah. They're like, very large... They look like the mouth of cell stage one, or imperfect cell. Thank you. <laughs> but but now, like, grown up over his head in, yeah, like, intervals. Yeah. Then he's got a pretty human... He's pretty humanoid, all, all told. He's very humanoid. Um, he's got a big th- green three on his chest. Mm-hmm. And then he's got... Made of the same material as the rest of his body, but distinctly... Distinctly shorts. <laughs> They look like huge sports shorts. Mm. Like huge sports shorts. Mm-hmm. And then he's just got some sh- some cool shoes. No, but underneath the sports shorts are the pants. <laughs> of course, yeah. How could I be so silly? You forget that the pants look like those kind of baggy pants that like gangsters wear down the street. That are, Or not like just hip hop artists wear down the street to be gangster. I don't know a better word Nick, other this than This is the whitest our anime podcast has ever been. We're the whitest JoJo's fans mm. that you know. The JoJo Vele note for Echoes Act 3 is, it's got its own personality, so it's like a friend. <laughs> it's not. It's the image of Koichi made into a stand. I'm sorry? It's the image of Koichi made into a stand. I thought, if you can turn sound into a physical object, you can do that with gravity too. What? If you can turn sound into a physical object, you can do that with gravity too. Yeah, but his whole thing was that it was called Echoes because he manipulated sound. Yep. Now he's Echoes Act 3. Yep, and now he's turning sound into gravity. Yeah, right, that makes sense. Yep. Angular momentum. Yep, that's how that works. Right hand rule. And I think I think the interesting thing about, um, quote you, gangster design of Echoes Act 3 yeah. is that... From the moment Koichi evolves in this episode, he gets the new hair, he does become a lot more more sort of like um, Josuke and Okuyasu in his sort of delinquent-like bearing. (laughs) Did did you notice that? He was was like sort of using a lot more... I mean, they were putting the swears in the subs, and I assume that would translate to like a coarser manner of Japanese speech. Sure, okay. Did you notice that? No, I didn't, but it makes sense. He's he's achieved his, his ultimate form as a bit of a bad boy. Oh. 
Ooh. Has he gone from fetching to outright desirable? Oh, he's still pretty fetching. Oh, okay. His grades are going to go down now. Ooh, boy. And while we're talking about stands... Killer Queen's second stand. Sheer Heart Attack, which, of course, we read the commentary for last week and have talked about a bit in detail this week. But, of course, Sheer Heart Attack is an... Song? No. Oh, a it, band? No. It is the third studio album by the British rock band Queen, which contains the song Killer Queen. Ah, would you look at that? Mm. I'm seeing some parallels here. Yeah, it all comes back to Queen with Kira. It really does. Maybe because they were such an influential rock band of the late 70s and early 80s. And then they had a resurgence in the 90s with um, the release of popular SNL-inspired film Wayne's World. Mm, boy, did they. Yep. I hate it when you do that. It makes me so happy. What other good songs were on that album, Liam? None. Okay, then. Good to uh, Now I'm Here is pretty good. Queen. What a band. What, what an actual band. band. They got that distinctive guitar sound. What, guitar? I think they've got a pretty distinctive guitar sound. Do they? Yeah. No. Here's one of those slide things. One of those slide things? Yeah. What, you just mean a slide? Like on I don't guitar? know. I don't know about guitars. <laughs> oh, okay. What All do right. you want from me? An answer. <laughs> Sheer heart attack has no weaknesses. None. Not even being a dumb little shit. So, yeah, he's floating there and he's all like, um, oh, you're Echoes Act 3, right? And he's all like, no. No, I'm Uh, I'm way more badass uh, than that. I'm a stand from a much cooler person. (laughs) I just happen to be here. He's got pizzazz. And he's all like, give me orders. Um, okay. Uh, can you protect me from that thing over there? Because it's going to kill us. And then with a big dogyan, he teleports in front of, uh... Koichi, much like a Dragon Ball Z character would use one of those extreme speed motion blurry things. Instant transmission. There's a lot of air pressure behind Koichi who's like, whoa, this stand is so fast. And it snaps to attention. Mm -hmm. And it's all like, special move, act three freeze. So he punches? Yeah, he goes in and does the usual punch rush thing. Aura, aura, but Don Yan, Don Yan. I don't think he's saying anything. Silence. <laughs> and then he gets knocked back by the onrushing on little tank of sheer heart attack. Just a... And he's like, it's too strong. I can't. Seriously heavy power. S-H-I-T. Why does he say S-H-I-T? Because he's a bad boy. Oh. He's not so bad that he'll actually swear, but he'll spell it out. <gasps> oh, that's real bad. That's bad <laughs> sentence structure. <laughs> sure. I pushed it, but I lost. And Koichi's all like, oh no, my stand sucks. I wanted you to protect us. And well, he's all... I, I did. I, I did. did. That's what I did. What? And then Sheer Heart Attack smashes into the ground from, from being on the ground. And Koichi's like, what the fuck did you do? Tis as if the gravity on it got much stronger all of a sudden. Huh. That's And then curious. does it again into an even bigger crater. And Koichi's like, what is happening? Cut to across town. Kira's like, oh man, it's only been like five minutes. He's at a cafe, sitting at a table, drinking some tea. Yeah, and as Nick implied and did with his wrist, but didn't say, (laughs) is holding out his wristwatch and looking at it. And he's like, man, it's been like five minutes. The wrist slams down into the table, smashing the teacup, presumably getting hot tea all over Kira. Although he doesn't seem to notice because... Oh, he's going to have to take that suit jacket to his usual dry cleaner. Oh, no. How many people have to die in order for him to be fashionable? (laughs) He's like, hmm, that's weird. That's unusual. (laughs) My hand is really fucking heavy for some reason. And he's like, oh, allow me to pay for the the cup that I broke to the waiter that comes over. And then while he's trying to do that, his hand slams through the table and breaks the table. He's like, what the shit? This what is-, is unusual. I feel like I've got a 40 or 50 kilogram weight on my hand. And uh, he kind of turns around his hand and he notices there's this big kind of indent. Yeah. In it. Oh, there was a cool moment earlier where when he was at the traffic lights being like, <laughs> sheer heart attack has no weaknesses. He like brought his left hand up into frame. Oh, yeah. That's right. And like um, the skull emblem of Killer Queen's face and also the... Skull on Sheer Heart Attack appeared burnt into his hand. In pink. In like the stand energy. Mm. That was cool. That was nice. But yeah, so he's like got this indentation of weight on his left hand. He's like, oh dear. Oh, that's bad. So he pulls out some money and begins handing it over to the waiter. 
who's like, oh, let me help you up. And then he grabs the shirt and another hit of weight hits his hand. Tears off that waiter's shirt. And the waiter's like, oh, sir, how could you? Please. Why, sir? Why? Why? Not, you... not like this. Why do you require me so? So heavy. Sheer heart attack must have gotten super heavy over there. I better go deal with it myself. <gasps> to be continued. So, Nick. Yes. Highlights and lowlights for this episode. We got rid of the shitty flat top. <laughs> Absolute highlight of the episode. You like that new hair? Yes. It reminds me of my own hair, which makes me feel fetching because now I'm more like Koichi, who is a great guy. Yeah. He's so short. And you can literally pick him up. And you can really see a sort of bravery in his eyes. <laughs> He's so caring and lovable. Mm. He's got a good heart at heart. What did Yukako describe him as the other week? Um, uh, not handsome? Or maybe he was handsome. No, he was. He, oh, I can't remember. I don't know. It's like handsome and powerful or something. <laughs> but no, I think new uh, Revac 3 is going to be a fun fucking time. Yep. Considering it now has a personality, which I don't think any other stands have. Up to this point. No, only like enemy stands, I guess. Even then. Like, the, remember the the um the genie? No, but wasn't the genie talking... Unclear. Through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any other stand has had... Or, um, or real. the um the, the voodoo doll. The voodoo doll. Yeah, but again... Unclear. Yeah. So I think this is the real first confirmed... Oh, surface. Took on Josuke's personality and it was like, I'm working with you, Hazamata, because you're my master, but I still kind of hate you. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, okay. As a reflection of his own self-loathing. <gasps> but then isn't it really him talking to himself? Whoa. But isn't Act 3 Koichi talking to himself? It's the image of Koichi made into a stand. My god. It's like Persona. It's like deep down, they're very different people. But on the outside, they're so kind and loving to each other. Sure. But also filled with anxiety. My highlight is the cool graphic Jotaro got when he was summoning Star Platinum. Nice. Lowlights. My low light is probably going to be, there's a bit uh, where Koichi is about, he's, he's on the phone to Josuke mm -hmm. and Josuke is constantly like, tell me where you are, tell me where you are. And Koichi just doesn't do it until Josuke is like, tell me where you are, you dumbass. Come on, like hurry the fuck up. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm with Josuke at this point. Get on with it, Koichi. This is a very simple thing to resolve. Yep, fair enough. Yeah. My low light um, is probably... The fact that we saw the explosion at the start of the episode three times, if you include last week. I mean, it just, there's a technique in the fighting films from China back in the day where Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee were in. Um, you know, like Enter the Dragon, that police one that Jackie Chan was in. What they used to do was they used to cut away the same frame. So you'd have a guy gets hit. Okay, that's that's clearly not gets, what's happening here. But it's though. like, it's the same idea. No, it's because like, it's just recapping over and over again. And I know it's to stretch out the episode for pacing reasons to turn this into a two-parter. Oh. Uh, and also give us a cliffhanger last week. Well, I was thinking but, it was to really cement in the explosion. You know, it's like, here's the explosion. And then here, here it is again. And it's like, here it is. A third time. Just to reiterate that it's here inside. So, Nick. Yes. Koichi has unlocked his true potential. Is this the final form? It's the final form. <gasps> Oh my god, that's his final form. Yep. He was like, this is even my final form. Uh, Jotaro Kujo is down for the count. He is. That is a true fact. Josuke knows shit's popping off. <laughs> shit's popping off? Yep. Yep, he has to run down. Uh, and although Koichi has temporarily, question mark, disabled sheer heart attack, mm -hmm. Yoshikage Kira's on his way. What do you think will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable in the episode entitled Sheer Heart Attack Part 2? Hmm. I think Josuke is going to get there after Koichi deals with Sheer Heart Attack. Just in time to fix up Jotaro? Yeah. And Jotaro will or be maybe like, just too late. Ooh. I don't think Jotaro is going to die yet. I think, if anything, the, the next part's set in the 90s, right? No, this is set in 1999. It'd be a bit hard then for the next part to be set. So then the next part would be set in like the ooze. Sure. That's if that's fun. what you need to call them. <laughs> so it could very well be that the we're just The next gonna... part set in the land of ooze. <laughs> where a young Finn Jojo the human. <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe it could just be that... Damn, I should have said Jojo the dog. Damn it. You messed up, man. I fucked up. Um, it could just be that like, they all just show up in part five anyway, because they just... Because I think you were telling me that Rohan gets his own little side story things occasionally. So he has his own little But they adventures. are, of course, anthology stories. And don't, they don't necessarily imply that he survives the, the, the part, you know? Mm, 
That is true. But I don't think Iraqi will kill himself in universe. It's not him. We've been over this. I know, but I... We have been over this. And I'm like... I mean, we don't know that Araki doesn't have magic Nick, powers. Next episode, what do you think is going to happen? Okay, next episode, I think Josuke and Okiyasu are going to show up right on time uh, to save Jotaro and heal him up. Good. Mm-hmm. However, Koichi, with his newfound power, will be like, hmm, you're a real tough stand. You're automatic. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, like, disable you and then... Put you to a better use. It would be called automatic for the people. Yeah. So then Kira's going to show up and be like, well, 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 can't have you getting away, you young fetching son of a bitch. After that, I'm not sure. So Kira's going to show up? He's going to show up. Will they see him? Ooh, that's a good question. I... I don't think they will. I think it's going to be one of those situations like Shigechi where um, he's going to have touched something beforehand and they're going to, like, leave... And they'd be like, I already touched that brick. Ha ha, you're dead now. (laughs) They all die. They all die, ending part four. Kira lived happily ever after. He led a quiet life. No, um, I think it's probably going to be something like, he'll be all like, ha ha, don't you get it? I can make explosions. And then Jodoro will be all like, stop platinum in his, you know, death throes. The world. And then Kira will be all like, wait up. And then he'll get punched in the head or something. And then just everyone will go lick their wounds. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe they'll just run away. Maybe they'll take care of. Maybe he'll um on his way there. He'll he'll use those scraps of torn waiter um shirt to fashion himself a crude disguise. (laughs) Oh no! I mean, really, what's probably going to happen, right? He's going to try and run over to the place and his hand's going to keep getting in the way. Mm. So he'll keep being like, this hand, it's being so annoying. I can't pick it up. And Koichi will just be like, oh, Josuke, you showed up. Can you help Jotaro? And that stand, um, sheer heart attack, will just be like, come through the Look pavement. over here. And then they'll just run off as Kira shows up and is like, what did you do to my hand, you little shits? Oh, yeah. But then they'll run away or something. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that about brings us to the end of our episode. Hello and welcome to Jojo Samar. Like Jojo SMR, like ASMR, but Jojo, because he whispered to one. Hello and welcome to the end of our episode. <laughs> Uh, if you would like to follow us, you can follow us at Jojo's World on Twitter. Or no, Jojo's, Jojo's Pod- Podcast. Jojo's Podcast on Twitter. Uh, if you would like to financially support us in any way, you can go to the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Jojo's World. In sync. Yeah, you've got to type it twice. <laughs> and if you uh, quite enjoy sending us an email rather than tweeting us because you don't want to use Twitter, then uh, you can do that at Jojo's Podcast at gmail.com. That's correct, Nick got one thing right and if you are just want to support us in other ways you can always rate and review us on itunes or the platform of your choice which we may or may not be on and uh (laughs) retweet our stupid fucking shit no retweet our episode posts which i put on the twitter feed every week our stupid Uh, fucking shit do some quick shout outs and people who have done that recently because uh i suppose that feels good yeah what was the name of the guy that made the fire meme good question that was, of course, made by um, Bentonic at Bentonic underscore GU. Ooh, how exciting. Oh, yeah, we never talked about the chase hate. Yes, we did. Oh, okay. Of course, got some uh, some retweets from uh, Griffin at Neoclassical, Iceway at Iceway Tweets, Patty One Bro Prime, my boy, Roxy at My Pet Roxy, and uh, someone in. And until next time, to to be be continued. continued.